This one's going to be a little bit different. We just want to share a little bit of our story with you guys. Um, over the last few months, we've been having what we're calling a marriage renaissance. That's right. Renaissance. <laughs> um, which it's we're just... Strong language. Yeah. It, just go with it. <laughs> but in the last, basically, I don't know, six to eight months, I'd say, we... It's almost like we've had this total reset in our marriage where we're kind of like finding each other for the first time all over again. And it's been so fun. And we've had a lot of conversations about like, how do we share this with other people totally. so other people can experience this? Cause it's so, we're having so much fun. We stumbled into it. Yeah. And so that's what we want to talk about today. We just want to share with you a little bit about what we've been experiencing and what we're learning. And yeah, yeah. We, didn't, we didn't have a guide in it. We just like started stepping into it and kind of chased it. <laughs> and the excitement of it yeah. and it's been really fun um so we thought for this episode what would be fun is if we really just share our story um primarily and then we have a experience that we're going to do um because there's only so much we could share in an episode like this but our thought was what if we create like a full weekend we're calling it the marriage renaissance experience the weekend mm -hmm. and we want to create a space where we can actually help guide um just a handful of other married people through the same hopefully experience that, that that we've been going through so we've been working a ton on that but getting ahead of ourselves so our renaissance um how did it start i don't even remember how it began i know that we there was the way things were, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Which wasn't bad. It was actually like, it was really good. That's true. I think that's worth saying is that I would have told anybody who asked us, you know, a year ago, if they asked if our marriage, marriage was good, like, yeah, our marriage is epic. Like, we're super close. We tell each other everything. We're, yeah, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And feel like it's healthy. We communicate. Yeah. I mean, no. we, we have strong opinions and stuff. It's not like we never fight. That's just part of our yeah, marriage relationship. part of the deal. But yeah, it it was it was great. Um, loved it actually. Loved everything about it. But then it it's like it got better. <laughs> <laughs> and it so I mean, there's like the life that we had and the sort of rhythms and the roles that we had. Um, I worked at um, the church that we had started in Costa Mesa, and Jen and I were both on the. The leadership team of that and it was just it was like a, a world that we lived in 24 7 and then when we stepped out of leading that church and then we went into just a long rest season um that we were leaving a bit open-ended figuring out well let's see how how long we feel like we should rest um man that's where things really ramped up in our own relationship and life because it wasn't like we just left a job it was it was like leaving an entire world. It was like stepping out of an entire like universe because um, that particular world, like that kind of job, that kind of role is, is 24 seven. So your life is your job. It isn't like you show up and you have a nine to five or, or whatever it is. That's true. Or you even have weekends or anything like your entire life is your job. And I mean, we set boundaries for ourselves. So we well, did yeah. have time off. Oh, completely, but, yeah, but, but in, your, your friends, um, your social life, it's very enmeshed. your kids' life, your 
um, your vocation, your spirituality, um, your paycheck. It's, it's all one world. And then when you step out of it, it's like you feel like you're leaving an entire like way of life or like an entire almost universe is what it felt like. And when we stepped out of that, it was quite disorienting at first. Um, and then as we sort of step further and further into it, it, it's like it, a lot of stuff kind of came off and it gave us this really interesting space to, um, as I'm sure would happen in any stepping out of any role though. For sure. Know. But because we even carrying so much together the way that we did, um, it was interesting to step out together yeah. into a new space and, um, just step into like, I mean, this is not a void. I mean, it was like, it was very intentional. Yeah, it was a beautiful, intentional, like quiet space together. I mean, through that whole time, like through the transition, through like this long rest period, we have this little um, two-man jacuzzi. It's called a, <laughs> it's called a soft tub. <laughs> yep. It's, it's, you, I mean, just to give a little description, we have to, Phil has to like bend his legs to get into it before we're in it together. Like two people in it. So is like it it'll push it's the water it pushes the water out and over the side like you're like dang it we gotta fill it back up again yeah we've displaced too much water it's tiny and it's fun because you're like that close together and so and because our kids were home and um they were completely virtual schools like we're all together all the time it was like our little sanctuary it's like the only place we could talk so we'd be in this <laughs> soft tub every morning and then every night um for a long period of time it's like the one space where we got to get away from um just being with the kids 24 7 and and to like really process and to really talk. And we would just process like just me, Jen, and all the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're like, I wonder how much the neighbors have heard about our life. No, at it's this so point. funny. I'm like, nothing, clearly nothing. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a, just this phenomenal like, like space where everything seemed suspended for a moment. And then mm. it was like we saw each other though in a different way for the first time. That's what was so crazy is like when all of the role and all of the intensity and all of the whatever was gone, all of a sudden it was just us looking at each other. And I, I genuinely mm. felt like I saw you mm -hmm. for like, I don't know, the first time sounds lame, but it was like I saw you really differently. And I, I like there's, I, I would stare at her. I was going to say, it actually felt that way, too, because I would catch you just, like, staring at me. I was like, who is this? It was almost creepy at first. Cause like, who's this like, woman? what are you doing? I would just come around the corner and just be staring at her in the kitchen or in the soft tub, naturally. I, I'd be like, I'd be talking, and you'd just not be responding, and oh. you'd just be, like, staring at me. And I'm like, uh-huh, are you listening? Are you there? Or we would hang out with friends, um, and we'd all be hanging out, and, like... All of a sudden, I would just get lost, like staring at her, like the side of her face. And then it would just get really awkward. Between oh, us I remember one time in, yeah, in specifically, we were talking with someone else, a friend, and it, you like made it awkward. No, oh, I did. I yeah. Like, I didn't even know staring it. You like, you know we're I, all in a conversation together. Phil's just staring at me. But when I recognized it, I didn't even care. I just kept staring. I'm like, he's fine. He'll be fine. Um, uh, it, it, we went on a, a safari years ago in South Africa. And um, it was wild because you, it's a huge game park. And then you get in like these open vehicles 
and they would just drive you around in the morning and the evening and you'd see these animals so like you'd come up on you know all kinds of stuff water buffalo or rhinoceroses giraffes would come right up to the thing and we saw like most of the big five they say yeah we came up on this pride of lions that um but like there's no protection like you're just in the open in these vehicles and we're like well what if the lion decides he's hungry you know what i mean like what what do we do and they're like oh no they're so used to seeing the cars come through like every day that they just see it as this vehicle like moving through like they, it's all one thing. They don't see the people in it. Yeah. They're all, as long as you stay in the car and don't stick anything outside of the vehicle. Like your arms. They kept saying. Don't I mean, that, any, don't, don't put your arm or your leg or your head your out. Out, out the side. But I mean, granted, it's not a window. It's just wide open. And they're like, but if you were to get out of this vehicle and start walking around, they would recognize you and come after you potentially, <laughs> which is funny because there was a point when, <laughs> if you know Jen. Um, I'm was, the only one who obviously got out of the vehicle well, at one she point. She always, <laughs> she likes... She likes to drink water. She stays very hydrated, especially on road trips. Some and specifically in Phil safari vehicles. Phil likes to call vehicles. it a problem. <laughs> safari vehicles. She's, Most people would say it's healthy. She's like, we should double down on our water intake right now as we're heading out. Into, it was hot into the wild game it was park. Really, it was and, hot, and she stops at a point and she's like, I need to pee. And we're like, well, we're <laughs> out here. But we had like an hour and forty-five minutes left, and you're bumping along. And the rhinoceroses. No, we were actually by the hippos, and they they're really dangerous. They're so, actually some of the most dangerous. So <laughs> we're not at like San Diego Safari Park. I mean, we're in the wild. <laughs> oh and she's like, I got to be really bad. So she gets out of the thing and then I get out and then the, the, the guides are with us get out and we're like kind of standing around trying to protect her. We're watching in the grass for movement. and just, what not, <laughs> not a scene at all. So most people don't get out of the car because <laughs> you get seen. But a few, uh, few wild ones do. But it, it, it was almost like that. It kind of dawned on me like that with with each other it's like we had been in this this vehicle like moving mm. and it's like they say that the animals won't see you unless you get out of it and i feel like we just got out of it this well, vehicle oh. that was our life and i'm like well hello oh there you are <laughs> yeah they say that happens to people a lot when their kids move out of the house which is I, I i can totally get that like you're just doing life and you're going 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 so busy i'm sure there's so much going on with older kids i can only imagine that like when the kids are all at the house we might have the same effect where we're just like, oh, like it's just, oh, hey, yes. <laughs> there you are. It's just us. Now, now what? Yeah. And we we did that yeah. you know, six months ago. And I remember, it's, it sounds bad, but I I think I just took you for granted before that. Or I, like I stopped seeing you at some mm -hmm. point. Like yeah. I, I always saw you. Yeah. But... um I don't know. I, I, um, it's like something woke up and I was able to see you. Um, yeah. And I, I think, I mean, you shared that with me and that was really meaningful. And I think it was somewhat true. Like, I, I don't think that you, you were super intentional, like husband and dad and stuff, but yeah, we just had so much going on that I think we were kind of missing each other. Well, so. I, I had this realization, like, you, like, a, my your spouse is the one person that's going to be with you, like, forever. Like, we're doing this really intentional thing with yeah, the boys willing, right now right? Where, um, where we're, like, you know, from 13 to 18, we're doing this intentional path of 
raising them up to just becoming men and seeing them like go out into the world. And it comes with this realization, like we're counting down to when they're going to leave. And I'm like, oh, in four years, my oldest is going to be gone. And then it brings the realization like, oh, at some point they're all going to be gone and it's just going to be us. Or even like with your job or with your friends or with anything, like your spouse, aside from, from death or catastrophe, is going to be the one who's with you. But the funny thing is, it's like somewhere subconsciously, you go, okay, I got that one wrapped up. That one's like for sure, hmm. like um, on lockdown, it's always going to be there. So now I can focus on the other things that are that are moving. And it's almost like it, it was moving in the opposite direction of like taking for granted that which you know you'll always have rather than actually putting the most focus and emphasis. Mm-hmm. Into the person you care about the most. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Because I knew all that. I, I mean, that's obvious. I mean, I'm like, if you're listening, you're just like, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, except I don't. I think most of us get sidetracked somewhere along the way. Well, that's. Right. I mean, it's hard to always be intentional in that way. And life happens in like work and social life and kids and you know natural just like stresses that come up in life. One well, like, it's like weeds. Your life is this big script. Like everything's moving at, at a point. And um, mm. in terms of like our job and our vocation and everything that we'd given ourselves, it's, it's like we rewrote, we were in the midst of deciding how to rewrite the script of our life, yeah, the entirety of it. And then we realized there was a script that we had going as well. And we stopped and we're like, it's been great, but what if we'd like look at our own script? It's like subconsciously what was happening. And then we started like, Oh, I, I like started finding out. Like I, I, I was like pursuing her, like we were dating. I started getting like the butterflies in the stomach. I was trying to get her attention. I would take my shirt off in the kitchen. It was hot <laughs> out, and I'm just like trying to lean on the counter and be like, "How you doing?" You know what I mean? The kids are like, "Dad, why, why is your shirt off right now, Dad?" <laughs> it's hot, guys. <laughs> Yeah, it was almost like we pulled this thread, like I almost picture like, you know, when you pull the thread on the sweater and then it just like keeps coming. I feel like we just like kind of started something and then we realized, oh, there's more here. And then we started asking each other questions. That like, was it. Yeah. Lots of things. Like, oh, like, what do you think about this? And like suddenly I felt like we were discovering things about each other that we had no never. There's no answer. Like we've been together for what, 23 years now and I never knew this about you or that you thought this. Or that you've changed in how and you think And I was going to say, this. and not to mention, we're not the same people. We've no. been evolving and growing as, you know, and hopefully we would. talk endlessly in, yeah. Like, in our jacuzzi. And naturally. <laughs> and it was like, I was like, who is this incredible woman that I have in my life? It felt like that. Like, I need, to, I feel like I don't even know you. I need to know more about you. And I just, it, like, it was one of those things where I'm like, I need to surprise her with the flowers or I need to grab this or like, then I like I'm doubling down. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's been carrying the load at home. So I want to help uh, with the Yeah, that was, ama- that was an I amazing got, realization. I'm going to take the kitchen or let me help out here or there. And it, but it, it wasn't like, I'm going to come home and do my part. It was like, I'm so pumped to like jump in to this thing and to enter into this stuff with you. It, it was, it was this interesting. Sexy. It's called sexy. It's like the most sexy thing you could do. Doing dishes. Doing dishes. Baby, you look hot doing those dishes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was amazing. That was an amazing outcome of this whole thing. But I think sometimes things just get stale because there's not that much movement. So I think 
Like you're just doing life and things are just kind of the same. And I think in a way we were kind of, like you said, we stumbled into this just, I think a huge part of it was our circumstances because we were stepping out together in this huge move that we were making, which kind of just made everything kind of shaken up. And it's almost like it like rattles us awake, you know? And I think- I feel like we were awake already, but we woke up more. That's what's so, then I'm like, oh, I think maybe we were sleeping, but we thought we were awake. (laughs) Yeah, that was deep. (laughs) Yeah. And, but I think that you don't need to have, you know, an entire life upheaval in order to actually take a look at your marriage, to take a look at relationships in your life that maybe like we can have a reset or like a renaissance right where we're at, you know, and I don't want to let this happen again, where in 20 years from now, because things are going to fall back into some sort of normalcy at some point for us, like we're still kind of in a, this liminal kind of space. Nothing. Yeah, we're definitely, <laughs> we're in so, the middle of this still. But a couple of things happened too, I think. Um, so the new work that we're doing, which this is a part of it, is um, together very much like oh, yeah. this, this partnership this, that's true and so there was a moment that i have a, a office in the house that's been like my pastoral study and i kept all my pastor books in are here are you hearing this his office my office hands well, off well jen's already talked about how <laughs> she would like take stuff that was around the house and just shove it into my office and i would mm-hmm. just shove it back out. i was like this is my space mm-hmm. this in the garage have been known as my spaces um and we like look through it all and I had this big old pastor's desk and pastor's desk. What even is that? It's big. An ugly, heavy desk. <laughs> it's big. It is what it sounds like. It's just big. It's a study. Okay. And um, I we just drug it out. One day I just drug it out and I'm like, we're done with this. Like this is gonna be our office and what we do together. And we had to do a full reset. So I went through and ripped out a bunch of books that we didn't need anymore. Cleared a bunch of stuff out. That was out. an emotional process, let's be honest. Still process. I'm still in the midst. They're still, I've moved them to the garage. I mm-hmm. haven't quite made it out of mm-hmm. the house yet. But it's a step. And then we bought this desk that's like, that's like kind of narrow and wide. And it's not even a desk. It's actually a bench from Home Depot that has a crank on it. So it's on wheels. And then there's a crank on the desk. So you can lower it up or raise it up to stand, which we're standing at right now. Or you can lower it. All the way down to sit at and instead of putting it against the wall like it was we like pulled it out to the middle of mm-hmm. the room but we can move it wherever we want it to be it just feels so symbolic of our entire life and now like and then she came in and i had this really special pen that i love that she's not allowed to touch <laughs> she loses pens oh my sometimes. gosh you're throwing yourself under the bus right and now i love it i actually had two of them because i don't know what's greedy. wrong with me because you're greedy, greedy. Apparently. <laughs> i was greedy and i i gave her one of them and it was it was like a significant moment of here you are um and here we are and this is our office now got rid of the art that was on the walls and we picked out new art together Mm -hmm. and put it on i have this big old whiteboard and like we were planning out actually some of this stuff that we're going to do for this this podcast season and like i'm like okay and i have this huge whiteboard wall and i wrote out everything i'm like here's how it's going to work we're going to outline it like this and she actually wasn't in the room yet she was coming um, but having to take care of some other things. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get ahead. And she'll be excited. Other things called children. Right. Children. Our children. Um, and <laughs> she got to the room and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, no, no, no. The whiteboard was, by the time I got back in the room, covered with your writing. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm just making sure you get the whole story. And I was like, this is, let's go. I thought I'd throw some ideas up to get us moving. Yeah, you were really proud. And she's like, um, I thought we were doing this together. And so I had, I like. 
stopped and I was like, you're right. And I grabbed my eraser and I just erased the entire mm-hmm. wall. You took a picture first though. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to lose all this. One step at a time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and then we sat down and we're like, okay, what do we want to create together? Yep. It was like a... We've it's been a process. We were, we're launching into an adventure together, which I feel like is a huge part of our renaissance. It's like, like we're launching together. And then even part of that is like, Jen started writing. And like, I would come downstairs and she'd be sitting at the couch and she's like, I wrote some stuff. And I'd look at it and I was like, what? This is incredible. And there's, she just kept surprising me. And she's like, I got this idea. And I was like, this is brilliant. And then she's like, I've got this other idea. And then it was like, who is this phenomenal woman? Aww. And uh, and then a friend gave us a bunch of books. And I was sorting through them. And there was a sex book in there. Not like a sex position book. It was like a <laughs> book about sex. And I was like, that's interesting. And I just kind of tossed it to the side. And then at some point I grabbed it and I started reading it. And it was more like like a like a broader picture of sex and sexuality and marriage and relationships. And I was it I started like it was like new information. <laughs> and then I was like, what? And then it led us down this journey where we ended up buying a whole bunch of different books about sex and then even yeah, female that sexuality. Hasn't, that hasn't hurt things, that's for sure. And then like it's like we're we're like in this full blown kind of renaissance where it just keeps pulling the thread and we just keep following and it's like what is this other part of you and what is this other part of you and like things aren't bad we're not trying to make them like good as if they're but like it just keeps getting better and better and we keep finding new steps and new adventure and it's it's like this I'm like constantly I, I feel like I get the butterflies in my stomach around you and I'm like how do I get her attention and like I'm like and he's not kidding like it's been it was almost overwhelming at first I mean yeah, it's been so fun and like it's almost hilarious. I think I I like find myself laughing because you're. It's just been such a fun thing to like rediscover each other together. But you said something a minute ago, minute ago, which I think, I don't know. You said something like we found ourselves on this. We were starting this new adventure together. And again, I want to like just step back and go. How do how could we have this kind of experience together without having having to have like thrown off our entire life and start over? You know what I mean? Like, is that, Emma? Do you think that's possible? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I just I mean it. I'm sure in different circumstances, like, are just based on different perspective. You know, like a situation like we're in currently or would be like highly stressful or like freak out like what are we gonna do next for work or life Mm -hmm. or job or whatever but instead it became this wildly energizing that's true we like took advantage of the space instead of yeah um yeah yeah I, i mean i think you can wake up to each other at any point at any time wherever you are um absolutely it just requires the space and the intentionality and the awareness and the desire to take that step and to, and to kind of keep trying and keep going and even to recognize like, oh, we do have a script that is our life. We do have a script that is mm-hmm. our marriage. We do have a script that is our sex life. And it's gotten kind of like, just, it is just kind of like, eh, it's just the thing. Or it's, it's not even, I sometimes, or sometimes yeah. it's, it's just is, you know, like it's, you like, don't realize and like we said, like we would have said we, everything was great. 
in every way. But it, but there has been times, and so I just want to clarify this because I don't want to make it seem like we're just perfect and have this. No, it's always together. Like we've had some. Well, no, and we've had some (laughs) really low points in our marriage. I think like at different points, this this last season before this just wasn't one of those. Like I would have said, yeah. Yeah, there's been times where for months at a time we were just like, ah. Are we just missing each other? Where we just figure this out? We're frustrated yeah. or whatever, selfish or just overwhelmed. But like, and, and, and even through the course of our renaissance, we've been plenty of good fights. Oh, yeah. It's part yeah. of it. Pas- but, we're passionate. Passionate people. But I feel like we're recovering from those fights much quicker. Yeah. And oh, oh this is what I was going to say. When you like essentially saw me. When I felt that from you, like, oh, he's like seeing me. I don't think I really didn't feel seen before by you. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like, oh, he just doesn't pay attention. Like I said, you're very intentional. But it was like it, it it's almost like it like flipped the switch on for me. Like this like light switch came on where I was like, Oh, now I see you differently. Because it was like you seeing me differently helped me to see you differently. It was <laughs> It was incredible. And now I feel like, I mean, like I said, it kind of spurred us on to like one conversation conversation led to the next, led to the next. And it's like we were just rediscovering each other. And I mean, everything from like talking about our dreams and our our deep fears, some deep fears came out that we've never shared with each other. Like things oh. like I thought I've shared everything with you, but then no. just like more and more kept coming. There's deeper fears that were more subconscious in the past that have just come to the surface more. And you're like, oh. Like, oh, wow, that was there. I didn't realize those patterns were there. I didn't realize how our patterns affect each other's patterns and how we can be beneficial to each other or not beneficial to each other. And it's like a whole, almost like relearning and even recognizing like it made me see the ways that I had squashed you Mm. and didn't even know that I was. All ways that I had like held you back or um, not fully empowered you or loved you in that way and it like broke my heart yeah that was a big realization that i think we again like i don't i wouldn't have said before that you squashed me but once we started talking about i think even part of it was me realizing once i stepped out of being a quote-unquote pastor's wife which like i think when we planted the church we always saw each other as partners and when we stepped into this thing, like in my head, I was like, we're starting a church together. I never set out to be like a pastor's wife. And then somewhere along the way, I found this kind of hat that I was wearing where that's just like what people would introduce me as like Phil's wife or like, yeah, you're like the pastor's wife or whatever. And I hated that term. And like when my friends would say it, I'd always be like, I'm not the pastor's wife. I'm Jen, you know, like I'm on my own person. Um, but there were expectations, I think, that came along with that role. And whether, you know, I put them on myself or whether other people put them on me, whatever, whatever the case, I found myself, I think, you know, taking on some of those ex- expectations and living into them in a way that wasn't fully, like now that I've stepped out, yeah, it wasn't fully me. And I think you did the same with me, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah, which is... It's just been like a really freeing space to realize that and go, oh, we're not going to do that anymore. We're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. We're just going to be fully, fully ourselves. And I don't think I ever fit into that pastor's wife like role very well. (laughs) (laughs) It's not my personality. Um, I mean, we, we tried to make it our own thing, whatever that, you know, 
I tried to be absolutely as authentic as I possibly could in that oh, role. Always. And that was always like something I've been proud of. Um, always. But yeah, even still, I think there was some of that there. Well, yeah, it's, it's like a, um, I think we talked about it a few times. It's, it's like a releasing thing. Almost like when I like release you to be fully you mm, yes there's almost like a fear in me i think subconsciously of like Whoa. oh my god loser and instead <laughs> like it when you like were shining as your full self it was like we were closer it's the mm. weirdest thing yeah it's and not it, weird no it's beautiful and, and, it's and like vice versa vice versa yeah um, yeah and because even like you would say things sometimes like at church and i'd be like oh you shouldn't have said that like oh i think that's gonna like offend people and i would hold you back back in that way and you would kind of do that with me in other ways totally and then now i'm just like no more you say all the things you say them how you want to say it and let's just be 100 percent. and when and if we we should have just been doing that all along you know, I found that if I subconsciously, unintentionally or not intentionally don't allow you to be your like your full self in all the areas of your like being, which is funny to even say allow. That's not even the right word. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of gross. <laughs> if I can get myself out the way, <laughs> um, then it like. It allows you to like have the space and encouragement to like be your full gen self, and it it's just so fun. Like it's way more. fun. <laughs> I was just fun. gonna say it's way more but fun. Th but then when you're your full gen self, like I'm like, oh sweet Jesus, who is this woman? <laughs> and I like I need to know more. And I feel like I'm following you around, and I'm looking at you from across the room, and like oh, I'm like, true. how can I? What, what else do I like? What else do I not know? Or what else can I learn? Or what else can I? which sparked this whole almost like re-education experience for me mm -hmm. where I'm like, I need to learn everything about her all over again. And it's been, um, that's what's been such a fun, fun, wild yeah. ride. Yeah. And, and like before we were like teammates, they were just like, we're striving together and we're going to win and conquer and do and lead and whatever. And, um, and now we're in a season where um, we're not trying to build or conquer or beat anything we're just each other on a really fun adventure, like cheering each other on as, as partners. And it's like, I always thought that's what we were doing, but now we're just doing it more. Mm. Does that make sense? Oh. <laughs> well, it makes sense to me. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, I think ultimately it's like we're learning to not take each other for granted and however many years in. Because life is short, mm. you know? And like, I don't want to miss you. And I know you don't want to miss me. And... I love what you said. Like, ultimately, like, this is like, we have such a gift in each other and I don't want to miss it. So. Well, and, and what we realized too is like, sorry, did I cut you off? Mm -mm. Um, we're just riffing back and forth here if you're listening now. We're, oh yeah, um, we just decided we were just going to go for it. We're going to share our story and what we're experiencing in real time. Um, and I lost my thought on that. I completely forgot what I was going to say. I think we could just maybe wrap it up with this. We have been asking each other, and I think there's an extra sensitivity right now because um, because we were, I think, kind of tender when we first stepped out of the role. And I know we keep talking about this. Eventually, we'll stop talking about how we stepped out and we'll move on. But 
it's still a little fresh for us. So well, it's just a reimagining experience of our own life. Yeah. Real time. But we, I think we were being extra tender with each other, knowing like, or gentle with each other, whatever. Cause we knew that we were both just kind of in this tender spot. And I think I know I started asking the question, like, what does he need right now? And like thinking in different terms rather than like, I think in the past I would have thought, what do I need right now? You know? Um, and that has that little tweak, that little shift has really changed things for, I think, but for both of us, even for you to be like, oh, do you need help around the house? I'm like, what? <laughs> Excuse me. What? Like this morning, you, I went on a run. You made breakfast. Then you helped pretty much clean up all of breakfast. You got a couple of the kids out the door where they were going. Like that, that was, that sounds like such a small thing, but it was huge for us. And yeah. I felt so, that I felt so loved in that. It's just such, it's and like, was it's like, like the I little things like, really do matter. I was giddy as I was finishing up. I'm like, oh, she's going to be so pumped when she comes home. I was, I just wanted you to come home and see it. Um, and be done with that. Not have to worry about it. It was like, it's just fun. It, and it was. And it was such a gift to me. And so I think, I don't know, maybe we land it here. Life is short. You know? It is. And it's never, mm-hmm. you're never. You're, you can always change it. You can always mm-hmm. shape it. You can always reimagine it. Mm-hmm. You can always. Begin again. You can always begin again. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And um, and maybe your maybe your marriage isn't in a good spot or even a fine spot. Maybe you're just on. Maybe even after this pandemic, man, you've been in this house with this person, and you're like, I don't even know. I don't know if this is gonna work anymore. And I just, I guess, I just want to encourage you. Like, you can, you can begin again. You can make that choice together. And uh, yeah, and then um. Your marriage and your relationship is just too precious. It's just too precious. Like, don't settle with just okay or with just fine or like we'll get to that later. Um, it's just too precious. You have the most incredible person that at some point you realized was your person for life that you wanted to marry. Hmm. And there's a whole universe of, of life and, and energy and love and excitement um, just right there before you. Um, I just want to encourage you to like double down, lean in, because it's worth it. And this is where we have to say also that our story is not your story. And just to be transparent, like it takes a lot of work, always to be in a relationship, much less a marriage, in a marriage that has a ton of life and a renaissance. In fact, we've both been in therapy weekly for the last six months, really wrestling with our own stuff and our own scripts and our own cycles and our own unhealth and all the ways that um, we've needed to grow uh, in order to connect in the ways that we have. And it's just, it's worth it. It takes a ton of work, but it's worth it. And I think it's also just worth saying that like perhaps you were in a relationship that did fall apart or, 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 or maybe you're like in a moment where you feel like, man, I don't know if there's hope in my marriage and my relationship right now. Um, and I just want to say you can begin again. 
You can begin again. You can. Like perhaps even, like you're now better equipped to start again from what you've learned that you can start over in your next one. And, and that's something that we're just really, really excited about. Just wherever you're at, you can begin again. And it can be fresh and it can be new, even if you're starting over completely from scratch. We've been thinking nonstop about how to create an experience to take people through um, as couples to experience our, their own marriage renaissance experience. And we have a ton of really fun ideas. Yeah, we've, yeah we've planned a weekend away in Carlsbad. It's um, November 5th and 6th, first weekend of November. Mm, yeah. So make sure to register right away if you're interested in that, because we are keeping this it's going to be limited. We want yeah, to keep it's it. going to be limited because we want to create experiences. We want to be in the room together, but it's even more so about what happens outside of the room. And it's going to be um, a full-blown marriage renaissance experience. So I'm pumped. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. And then also, um, we're starting to do some sessions. We're really excited about this that we're going to open up on our website at philandjenwood.com. And uh, the idea of doing the sessions is um, we're just really passionate about um, encouraging and walking alongside other people as they're on their journey and they're in their own marriages and relationships. And so um, that's the idea. And if you're someone who's looking for somebody to speak into you or to walk alongside you or just to, like you're looking for people to bounce ideas off of in your own marriage and relationship, you want to pick up some tools or just even process things of what your own um, renaissance would look like in your relationship, uh, we'd love to do that. So you can go to the website and you can um, actually book a session there. And so we'd love to, to see you there. Yeah, that's and one of our favorite things to do. We've been doing this for years and years now with a couple. So pumped to see that continue. And um, as we wrap up our time together here, in the words of Roy Kent, why would you choose fine when you deserve effing lightning? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to check out our website, philandjenwood.com, to register for upcoming experiences and to see what else is going on. And if you enjoyed this, feel free to subscribe. You can even leave a review. Keep going. See you next time.